time to spotlight Netflix after CFRA downgraded the stock to sell from hold. Joining us now is Ken Leon, Global Director of Industry and Equity Research at CFRA. Ken, thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Great to be here. So, Ken, you're officially in the bear camp when it comes to Netflix, although you don't have all that much company. Of the 45 analysts covering Netflix, only seven have a sell rating. You're one of them. You have a $238 price target. Why the downgrade? So Netflix uh, reported a better June quarter than March, but it's a tough transition to positive milestones, which will be next year. Uh, the, the next six months is going to be the weaker period for Netflix performance. And there's tremendous competition in the video streaming area. So we think uh, Netflix, number one, is not a growth stock anymore. Uh, secondly, there aren't any significant milestones coming up uh, that would be positive to drive EBITDA and profitability. And third, the company is examining its subscriber base to arrest churn. Um, and the positive milestone next year, of course, would be introducing uh, where there's advertising video on demand, a lower subscription price plan, uh, and that could bring in both advertising revenue and maybe new subscribers. Uh, but that's still, it's only being tested in a few countries in Latin America this year. All right, so I want to break all of this down, but let's start with the competition, because Americans are spending more time watching streaming media than cable. We know that from Nielsen. We also know from Nielsen that Netflix came out on top in July, yet competition remains a huge headwind. Why, if Netflix is on top? So Netflix, obviously, is the pioneer and the leader, 200, just under 220 million subscribers. More of that growth in the last few years has come from outside the U.S. Uh, we're going to see global recession and in the markets that they need for growth, which is Latin America and Asia, uh, there are some emerging market countries uh, which could be pressured by everything we see in terms of global economies and inflation. Um, and I also think when you look at subscription plans, very different uh, as we've seen with Disney Plus, uh, in their subscriber base between North America and Europe uh, versus India. So you got to be careful on both taking the headline of the subscriber growth um, and also the pricing. But it all comes down to uh, the real shift that we're seeing from all media companies of focusing on making money, whether it's the analysts looking at EBITDA or profitability. So you mentioned that ad tier, which might not be a catalyst to drive the stock until 2023. How much will it impact subscriber growth and in turn earnings? Is that going to, would that, when that finally comes to fruition, will that make you more bullish on Netflix stock? Yeah, so in a perfect world and for the 47 analysts, many who are positive, it would be that this would be new organic subscriber growth versus possibly cannibalization of some households saying, we'll pay a little bit less per month, get the same services, and bear with the advertising. Uh, the other uh, interesting milestone for Netflix next year um, is all the folks, whether it's friends and family, uh, that get a free ride from someone else paying the monthly subscription. Um, and that's going to be a delicate dance. It might be using software intelligence 
to monitor just physical presence. But where we're getting here is that this is an extremely competitive market, video streaming. Uh, the advertiser marketers are, are able to clock every minute of viewing um, and they're worried about recession. And we did see uh, with Roku where there, you can really switch off the scattered advertising versus what you pay up front at the beginning of the year. So there's a lot of uh, headwinds coming up for the rest of this year and next year that for Netflix to be successful, uh, they really have to hit all the positive opportunities um, and bear you know, the resistance of some of the things we, we talked about here. So is this more of a company-specific call or a negative call on the streaming sector overall? What's your outlook for the streaming sector, given the macro headwinds that it's currently facing? So I haven't been covering this industry for 10 or 20 years, but covering it this year, I'm looking at every company in terms of what is their strategy, what is their business model, uh, how are they putting together their offering from programming and production uh, to an offering that's going to have stickiness for subscribers. This is one of the most challenging businesses uh, compared to my experience with wireless or way back with cable TV and linear networking. Uh, streaming has high turnover. Uh, even Peloton has low churn. So when you put it together, if you're going to invest upfront on everything, um, you want to keep those customers. And it's interesting, Paramount, which had $1.4 billion blockbuster uh, with Top Gun Maverick, decided to keep it in the theaters longer before it pivots and shares it with uh, ad-free and then ad-pay streaming. So this is where we're going. Let's see if each of these companies have the right strategy and can make money where it's not really subscribers growing to the moon. And I don't know, Ken, it's, you know, the whole idea was that streaming was the way of the future because there weren't advertisements and it was so nice to not have to sit and watch ads. And now it seems like the future is ads. So I guess we're going to have to see how this all plays out. But Ken Leon of CFRA, really appreciate your insights on Netflix and the broader sector. Thank you so much. Thank you.